This is the Rich Eisen Show. The fifth leading rusher of all time is coming off the couch. They give it to Peterson, running to the left. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. All day! Yeah! Touchdown! You can't predict this league ever. Today's guests, Patriots linebacker Matthew Judon from NBC Sports, Peter King, Cardinals quarterback Colt McCoy, plus your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All righty, everybody. How is everyone today here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show? We are live from Los Angeles, California, here on this very busy Monday. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on NBC Sports on Peacock, Sirius XM, Channel 85. Yes, yeah. NBC Sports Audio right there on Channel right. 85. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining us right here uh, on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio outfit and also Odyssey. You could stream for free on Odyssey. Go coast to coast for your ear gate. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for everything that you missed. Our podcast, all three hours available on the Cumulus Podcast Network as well. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. Hey, How Rich. are you, sir? What's up, what's up, what's up? Mike Del Tufo. Everybody. And TJ Jefferson, good to see you over there, sir. How are you? I'm happy to be here, Rich. Very good. Glad that you are here. Um, so uh week nine uh in the NFL season, twenty twenty one. Uh, if there's a headline for it, what the hell was that? Uh, I, I, honestly, uh, soup to nuts, soup to nuts. Uh, uh, the entire week, the entire week was a hell of a year. A- and um, it was absolutely uh, unprecedented. And this is a league that, you know, prides itself rightfully on parody on occasion and uh, a league where, I say it's the greatest narrative generating machine on on planet Earth. It's one story after another, after another, after another that you cannot at all compute sometimes. You cannot predict. You cannot figure it out. And this week was all of that plus the biscuit. And I'll just get right into it right here. There were the headlines this past week were insane (laughs) and some predictable. Most of them not. And then the games itself that played out of it. For instance, Odell um, sent home, uh, released, Brown still win. Uh, Vaughn traded, doesn't play for the Rams. Broncos win, Rams lose. (laughs) To the Titans, who lost the diminisher to a foot injury, suffered in an overtime win. He's done for the year. They sign Adrian Peterson, Peterson, who scores on Sunday Night Football. Titans still win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not done. I know. I, I, I'm not done. I, I know. That's <laughs> crazy. Aaron Rodgers gets COVID, fills up his entire board on the anti-vax bingo card on McAfee's show, including saying he's not anti-vax. Chiefs. <laughs> still struggle against Jordan Love, whose family is sitting in the last row of the stadium. (laughs) And they almost win because the Chiefs are still struggling on offense. The Giants win, beating the Las Vegas Raiders. After that Monday night performance in Arrowhead left us wondering what the hell they're going to do the rest of the year. They win. 
The Saints come back from 18 down at home in Trevor Simeon's first start for the team against the Falcons. They come back from 18 down with a 22-point fourth quarter and still lose. The Cardinals, without their first-string quarterback, first- and second-string wide receiver, go into San Francisco, lose their first-string running back right off the bat, and get three touchdowns from their backup running back. And get a 22 of 26, 249-yard, one-touchdown thrown performance from Colt McCoy, our third-hour guest. The Jacksonville Jaguars against the Buffalo Bills. The Jaguars win their first game on United States soil in 420 days. Josh Allen sacks Josh Allen. That happened. I tweeted out the Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man meme. As Josh Allen does not account for a single touchdown, running or passing, has zero touchdowns for the Bills on the day for the first time since Josh Allen's fifth career start. And the Jaguars are the ones to do it. There were yesterday, okay, there were yesterday um, and throughout this entire week so far, there were, let me get this right, 11 games 11 games in which one team had a better record than the other, okay? Going in. One team has a better record than the other going into these 11 games. Seven of them were won by the team with the lesser record. Seven of them. And the four teams that won with the better record, one of them was the Ravens, who were down by double digits to the Vikings at home. And this team that's supposed to have an offense that's not supposed to come back on you because it's too run-oriented and Lamar can't really throw when he's down, this is their third double-digit comeback win of the year in their third overtime game of the year. And Lamar's now 3-0 in comeback wins when down 10 points. When he's down 10, they're now 3-0. And he was 0-6, including playoffs and such games coming into the season. And the Ravens have now, I mean, it's the longest regular season ever, right? We keep talking about it. The Ravens are making it even longer. Three overtime games in their first eight. So look out, Steelers, tonight when the Bears are coming in with a lesser record. Because, I mean, this, this week was insane. Stoop, soup to nuts, start to finish. I've never seen anything like it. And I've been around this league, thank God, since 2003 on a day-in, day-out, 24-7, 365 basis. But nothing was more unexpected and maybe the most impressive road win of the year. Certainly when the heart and soul of the team's defense, even though I know I guess had some argument over the cost of a Halloween party before he got traded, But, I mean, this guy is a Super Bowl 50 MVP for this team, and they trade away Von Miller. He says goodbye to everybody in the facility, and you're sitting here wondering, okay, why would they hold on to Teddy Bridgewater and trade talks, apparently, as they did on Tuesday 
when the Saints called and asked for Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos go into Dallas and absolutely spank the Dallas Cowboys. They did it all. They, 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 they ran it down their throats. Bridgewater was stupendous. He dropped one into Tim Patrick right in the bucket for a big game. Javante Williams, the rookie, a uh, buck 11. And they absolutely shut down this Dallas offense that had Dak back, Zeke in the game. He came out for a little bit, but he came back in. Cooper and Lamb were banged up. They were up, though. And the Cowboys got spanked by the Denver Broncos. And so, just when you thought this was a different Dallas Cowboys team, and I've been saying that all year long, out comes the clunker. This was straight out of the AT&T Jones Mahal vault of Jason Garrett and early Mike McCarthy from last year, where just when you thought you can't count the Dallas Cowboys out, they count themselves out. That said, I will say this. They're still a supremely talented team. These clunkers happen. You even predicted it, TJ Jefferson. When we did the win-loss game, you came in today. You're like, I predicted that Dallas Cowboys were going to lose the Denver Broncos. You did that in the summer. I mean, I did. You predicted them to lose the opener, <laughs> win every game after it. And then lose to the Broncos. Correct. Yes. So you nailed all of that. Well done. So I was easy for me to digest yesterday's hell, Rich. So I was Uh, easy to digest. There were some texts back and forth that you had indigestion digesting (laughs) that. You won't get too deep into it because it's a family show. (laughs) That's just that's just you know love right there. But I'm giving the Broncos the uh, I I, that's a team that could just have folded their tent, backed up the U-Haul. You're trading Vaughn. I mean, what 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 you know? Where are we going from here? Coach could be on thin ice. You know, why Why are we rallying around anything? And man, were they impressive. Yeah. That was incredible. That was a heck of a road win that was out of nowhere. And I'm sure with that and the Jaguars wins over the Bills, you know, the uh, football tiki lamps were put out. <laughs> a lot of surprises. And a lot of spots by the Jeff Probst football <laughs> gods. The tribal council spoke in a lot of those <laughs> pools coast to coast yesterday, and the Broncos deserve it. And I will say this, Dallas has got a ton of real estate to go, and their division is theirs. They're a supremely talented team. And this is one of those, you take the, you take the film, you bury it. I think so. And that's it. You just move on. So that's my professional, <laughs> buttoned up. Well done. Classy. Lead pipe wielding professional analysis. Yep. All right, now give us the rich eyes. As for <laughs> the Jet fan in me, oh. who had to hear from parts over there on this set. Unknown. Over there. The rare heel turn for TJ Jefferson on this program. To use his wrestling phrase, the whole business of, hey, Mike White could be your guy. I don't know. And then Josh Johnson did that whole thing. And what did I say to him, Christopher? I'll tell you what I said to him. I said to him throughout the week that Zach Wilson is still our Dak Prescott. How is Dak Prescott? How could be Dak Prescott? And I know I'm not sounding like you, not actually. Even, not even remotely close. Not even remotely close. I mean, he's got a deep voice, TJ. But, but I'm just, you know... 
doing that voice that people say when you when the garbage that comes into your ear gate that you have to filter out. Zach is the Jets' Dak. I mean, because we're putting all the eggs in that basket. We don't have to give him a franchise contract yet because he hasn't earned it. He hasn't gone to that part of his career. He's just just a baby. I mean, look at him. Like, you have to card him coming into stadiums. But the most capital the Jets had was the second overall pick in this year's draft, and they invested that in him. He's got to work. And now these other guys like Mike White and Josh Johnson and all the backup quarterbacks this year that are winning, including our third-hour guest, Colt McCoy, they're doing well to show Zach what's going on. That's what I was saying mm. the entire time while also saying to T.J. Jefferson, you, sir, I'll stop referring to you like you're not in the room. I'm now addressing you. All right. Am I allowed to talk because I was not told yet. not to earlier? Not but... yet. No, no, I told you not to speak earlier. You can speak anytime you want. But I just wanted to get into my open uh-huh. that this week was totally off the charts and you can – Rightfully chalk up the Cowboys' performance to to that. And just bury the film, as I just said in the professional part of this open and slash now official rant. But I turned to you all week last week and I said, take care of your own house. Mm-hmm. And then we see Dak do that. Maybe they should have put Cooper Rush in the game. Maybe they're better with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Does he believe that, though, Brockman? So, he says it, but he don't believe no, it. So I will say this. And bringing it all full circle. Oh, you stole my sign? I yeah. took your sign! <laughs> How about them, cowboys? Huh? <laughs> How, about- How about them, cowboys? Huh? Take care of your own house, sir. Stay out of mine. No, this is going on Twitter now. Jet's house has got enough mess within it oh, to have you mess with it from Texas. Look, man. How about him? I took your sign. You were looking for it to start the show. I, re- I saw you peripherally while I opened the show. You were looking for it. And, and then I realized that was like, all right, he's got the sign. It. Yeah. I have it. <laughs> to make my point. Did you really make your point though? I have made my point. What point did you make? Is just pretty the Jets still time. suck. That's my point. Look, uh-huh. I wasn't trying to make this personal, but oh. now you've made whoa, it personal. Whoa, the whoa. Jets suck. And I said whoa. it. And we lost, so what? Whoa. How about them Cowboys? Chunk out of the pie. How Thank about you. that? Thank you very much. I was, I was, Brockman, you were like me. We were hoping that Rich was going to find <laughs> happiness with his new franchise quarterback, right? And yet Rich didn't take it that way. He took my kindness for weakness. And so By now I'm way, not going to be kind anymore. I'm not paying attention to any of you guys because my house is so clean. You, and, <laughs> and by the way, like, oh my God. What did I it's tell the you? Cleanest it's Excuse ever me. Been. What did I tell you after seeing the Patriots and so far last Ooh, week? Does it count that he again. didn't want his quarterback, though? What did I tell you? Oh, it will. Don't worry. Will. We'll just let let him have his moment because okay. he deserves it. He does. Yeah. Oh, I are. I, They're I, above five hundred for the first time since week three last oh, year. They did their usual thing of making Sam Darnold see ghosts after dispatching with Herbert. Listen, the the New England Patriots started one and three, with the three being a very close, close game against Tom Brady. And then Pretty close games. And hold on a minute. They 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 had that close near win against Tom Brady yeah. and the Bucks. And now they've won four of five with the only loss being an overtime loss to his Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I told you that. I told him when I said it when I saw him last week, I said they're a playoff team. They're going to the playoffs. Now they're five and four. 
and and they are in the playoffs right now. In if the play, they started the today, right now. stop the count. Seven seed, stop the count. <laughs> At five and four, Matthew Judon, who was a huge free agent signing, man, he's good in a highly uncharacteristic um, spending money like sailors on shore leave free agency period for the New England Patriots. They are putting this. What's what did Irv use Spankalanka on people? <laughs> And they did it to the Panthers yesterday. And so Matthew Judon's going to join us. Colt McCoy's going to join us in hour number three with Peter King right in the middle. And you at 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. Overreaction Monday, college football weekend. The NBA is closing in on the end of the, its first month of the season. And look who's got the best record, the Golden State Warriors. So much to discuss is Ben Simmons on the trading block for the Celtics to take? <laughs> oh, would that be from phenomenal newsmaking for this show? Matthew Judon, when we come back from the New England Patriots in a moment. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our terrestrial radio audience, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. He is the pride of uh, Grand Valley State. Um, And now um, right there at the forefront of this Patriots defense that has scored touchdowns in its last two games, has put the bang thing now on multiple opponents in a row. The New England Patriots are currently the seventh seed right now after – taking care of business against the Carolina Panthers. Two-time Pro Bowler Matthew Judon here on the Rich Eisen Show. Pleasure to chat with you here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, Matthew. How are you, sir? 
Hey, pleasure's all mine. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's get right into it. How is it? How is it feeling right now? I mean, you've been on some top-notch defenses in your days in Baltimore. Tell me how this feels to you right now. The sense of things for you with New England, Matthew. Oh, uh, it feels good uh, right now. Uh, we just we we know we playing uh, good ball, and we know uh, what we got to do to uh, win games. Just good, continue to play the way we playing, and uh, and so if we can do that, I think uh, we uh, put ourselves in a position to where we want to be, uh, so we can reach our goal. I hear you, and, and you know, I'll be honest with you, Matthew. Like um, I've I've been around the the block a few times in this NFL world, and certainly the Patriots who have made the Super Bowl half of the years that NFL Network's been on the air, and I've I've seen the way this works. Usually a defense takes a few weeks to understand the do-your-job sense of things, certainly when it's put together through free agency, some crucial parts. Uh, how about you, Matthew, the, the idea of the do-your-job, Belichick, uh, father-son, et cetera, mentality for you and getting used to that? Uh, you know – uh, like like you kind of said, man. We, we you you just take it take a little bit to know everybody. You know, we all haven't been playing with each other for years and years. But it's some guys on this defense, uh, our leaders, that's been playing here for a very long time. Uh, and do your job. They, I think, they embody that and they embrace it. They don't try to do too much, or they don't. They just go out there and always them and you and you can see it and they play and they perform it so who are those guys so i think uh, who are I those guys we, i think we're doing good who are those guys that you refer to the leaders in that locker room you, defensively uh you know like high high tower uh uh mac uh you know uh you know he he came back but uh but jamie he just uh he just teaching the younger guys, you know, how to play, what type of professional to be, and, uh, you know, just how to be a a patriot. You know, it's, it's a lot that goes along with it. You know, you always got a target on your back. Uh, you always going to get everybody's best shot. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough task to have, but, you know, you, you, rather, you rather have it. So, it, you know, like guys like that, and, uh, you know, you can't, can't forget about LG. LG been around his uh, team for a couple of years. He got a Super Bowl with him, and so uh, it's people. It's people on all three phases, and uh, from the back end to the linebackers to the front line. That's just been around here and embodied what it means to be a Patriot. Yeah, Mac being McCordy and LG being Lawrence Guy, and you, you, so you you used to be the one targeting the Patriots, right? Correct. Like you, you. Oh yeah, right. So, uh, you know, uh, I was I was a I was a foe for many years, yes. for many years, and it was uh, and you know I I have fun, you know, being an enemy. Yeah, so it, it, it was it was a good time, but now uh, you know these these guys have become uh, some good friends, uh, you know, and uh, we just we just going out there every week having fun, and uh, you know just doing our job but when we're uh away from the game and stuff we also talk about uh we also talk about life you know so uh these guys uh quickly become some good friends and uh just it's rare to have like you know good people like that around the league that had uh 
that had so much success. They had so much success in this league and championships after championships or whatnot. And uh, and they just still down to earth, good, genuine people. So uh, I'm just blessed to come in a situation like that and uh, and for them just to accept me for who I am and then just to let me do my thing. Matthew Judon here on the Rich Eisen Show. From my perspective, I mean, I saw your game in person. I was in SoFi Stadium a couple of weeks ago, about eight days ago now, to watch yeah. uh, your win against the Chargers. And, uh, you know, and I've been obviously, you know, and it's not fair to compare him to Brady. It's, it's simply not fair to compare anybody to Tom Brady. But I'm seeing Mac Jones run the offense with efficiency that I have not seen in a rookie quarterback in a very long time. What has it like been from your perspective to see Mac Jones get uh, drafted? Uh, obviously, you had already been signed. And then to this present day, Matthew. Uh, I think I think uh, it's kind of the same lo- lines that uh, you're seeing. You know, uh, the efficiency that he has and uh, just – the uh, spirit that he he takes the coaching with, uh, I don't think he I don't think he ever shows like bad body language or poor anything, and uh, and he just a uh, he's just a young guy willing to win. You know he uh, he just coming here and he spends a lot of time in the building. You know he spends a tremendous amount of time in the building, just trying trying to be the best he can be, and I think. Uh, from all his sacrifice uh, and what he do off the field is why he's so good on the field and why he's uh, he's having that type of year or that type of efficiency is because he spends a lot of time in the building working on that. And so when, uh, you know, he, he's a rookie. He's, he's going to have rookie mistakes and rookie throws and stuff like that. But uh, he, he tries to minimize minimize that as much as possible with everything he does with everything he does practice uh you know film study everything he does he's he's trying to minimize all that and so uh you know we all we all respect him around this building all right you said a couple things i want to just linger on a little bit you said the spirit with which he takes coaching what do you mean by that matthew uh i don't i haven't seen i haven't seen him mad you know i i honestly uh I'm not with him as much, mm-hmm. you know. You kind of got to get dig in some offensive guys for that. But uh, I haven't seen him mad yet. I seen him upset that uh, he wasn't playing as well, but his anger hasn't been towards anybody besides himself, and and that's what you like to see. Uh, he kind of he kind of not like pointing blame at anybody or anything, and even even uh, if he do something bad. He'd be like, "Yeah, that's my bad," or something like that. And we like, "Hey, man, we we got your back. That's what the team is for." And so, he uh, he he a really good uh QB to have, QB one to have, and and you know we that's who we got and that's who we rocking with. So, and then the second thing you said, Matthew Judon, is he's still just a rookie, or he's still a rookie? Uh, does that mean you're still testing his knowledge of the Alabama fight song, or making him uh, no? no? Yeah, uh, that's done. He he got nah he he gotta he gotta go through his uh, rookie dues and what's that? Uh, what's you that? know he got he gotta go through his rookie dues. You only a rookie once though, so you can't you don't come back the second year and be a rookie. So he he gotta go through his rookie dues, but that's that's offensive stuff, man. We I got I got the defensive guys. Okay, so you, are you saying that members of the offense are requiring him to still do 
menial tasks and dress certain ways and carry bags? Is that literally what's happening? I don't know what the, don't know what the offensive guys are uh, oh, okay. requiring them to do. Uh, okay. You know, that's 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 up to him. You you got to ask a, a Hoyer or somebody. Okay. That's, that's right. their rookie. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Matthew Judon here on the Rich Eisen Show. How many – is it true – there were only three other players at your pro day in Grand Valley State. Is that true, Matthew? Three, uh, yeah. So three other players, like uh, they did, because uh, I went to the combine. I was fortunate enough to go to the combine. Correct. So I, I didn't do, I didn't do any of that testing. Okay. And then, uh, and so, so that whole time I was warming up. Didn't warm up enough though. And so after after all that testing was complete and all that good stuff, um, uh, it was a couple coaches there, and then they just they just took me through the ringer, man. It was it was uh it was brutal. I was out there by myself, no water because we didn't have like trainers out there or anything. Uh, it was it was like no water, and I was out there for like another hour and thirty minutes just. Doing, I did, I did every position, every defensive position drills. I did DB work, I did D line work, I did linebacker work, and and when you're going through something like that, when you're going through like the combine process or whatever, and I don't know if where it is anywhere else, but they was like, come on, right now, right now, like people don't get tired, and so, and you know, I was I was trying to make my dream become a reality so i'm just doing it and everything but i'm dog tired i'm like i'm like they working me to the bone mm-hmm. but uh you know i did i got through it uh i i never wish it upon anybody else but <laughs> well you've, <laughs> you you've definitely put in the hard work and now you've been literally and figuratively rewarded for it um and it, did you is that where you first met belichick did you meet him through the combine process that year uh, and the draft process, or no, no you never called. Uh, no, because Belichick didn't come. But at, at no point during the process of the the Patriots, maybe even looking at you and interviewing you, you never met a Bill until when? Until no, just free uh, agency? No, Coach. Uh, Coach uh, Daly is is his name. Okay, I think he was. Uh, I think he was the D line or DC at the time. Okay. And uh, he came. He came. Uh, he came and worked me out on a private workout. Okay. So I'm just wondering. So Belichick, the first time you ever met him, or got to know him, or got to sit down with him, was in this free agent process this past winter. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. That's a. That's a. I mean, besides like playing a game and him him saying good job or anything, or you know, that's that's pretty much the first time I ever like spoken to him. I have a feeling you made him curse more than anything else with your play with the Ravens, I'm sure. But he probably was looking at you across the way saying maybe, just maybe one day. So what have you what have you, what have you, been surprised, I guess, by being around him in a way you're no longer uh, part of the enemy. You're now in the building. You're part of the Patriots. Is there anything about yeah. him that surprises you or that you learned that you didn't know about him, Matthew Juno? Uh, just uh... – just the knowledge of the game, like that he has, you know, uh, and uh, just the attention and detail that he goes about uh, his business with, and so that's that's basically it. Like, uh, you know, he he loves and knows football a lot, and 
you know that's that's what he uh that's what he made his money doing and that's and that's what he's sticking to and so uh uh just that and then honestly i think he i think he like kind of funnier than mm-hmm. uh you know people people know but i think he he just that's kind of like an in the in the building thing okay so like you you kind of you kind of got to get to know know him and stuff and but uh you know i'm i'm glad i did man he uh He's a he's a great he's a great teacher and uh you know I think an even better leader of me you know it's uh there's a lot of personalities and stuff that you know you kind of got to deal with and egos and stuff uh, but I think uh I think you know he has done it the best of anybody ever so I'm uh I'm very grateful that uh I got to. I get to play for mm-hmm. Coach uh, Belichick. Yeah. So um, I guess is he a joke teller? I mean, like you got a good joke, or <laughs> you got one? Like you got to meet him. You no, I, I, I've spent with him. I I know he's got a great sense of humor. I I've, I've been yeah. around the man. I'm just like you know. Um, I'm just saying. Does he tell a joke to you guys, or does he? Nah. You know, it, it's just like when he when he's speaking and stuff, like kind of team wise, uh, and we going over some stuff. Okay. Uh, you know this. It's a tough game. Okay, it's, it's a tough game and it's a long season. So uh, you know he he makes light of some some stuff that we all find humor in. <laughs> that you might not think that he finds okay. humor in. So like he he circles Bosa and calls him Bofa. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, he don't. He don't, <laughs> nah, he don't make he don't make fun of players. It'd no, I'm like, just saying. I'm just saying. You know, he just just like stuff. So, okay. Uh, and so I'm just, like I said, I'm just grateful that I'm, I'm able to be a part of his, you know, legacy. Uh, Matthew Judon, let's do this again. I really enjoyed the chat here. Uh, congrats on um, on the way things are going right now and the way that uh, this trajectory of this team appears to be pointed. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. You bet. That's Matthew Judon of the New England Patriots. So we found out one way that Belichick is not like Nick Saban. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. Joey, part of the Bofa brothers. Hey Bofa okay. what? Okay. I just like that Matthew said he was having fun. Nice. You you will just never just, forget just like, just the way like the that. Philadelphia Eagles like talked that. about yeah. football fun. and all that stuff. How much fun are they having in Philadelphia today? Let me tell you something. This team is really good, man. <laughs> this team is really yeah, good. The defense is awesome. I know. So at what point do we bring up what you want to bring up? Do you want to bring it up now? About Matt Jones thinking he's Kurt Angle and snapping ankles out there? No. Did you see that? No, that's play? not what I thought he wanted oh, okay. to talk about. Sorry. The fact that you didn't. Well, who cares? You wanted. I, I said immediately yeah. after the draft pick, I would talk myself into it and do a 180. So you, I already shut down all You're of your. You're there. You're there. Now, because as we said before, that's not how video works. That is how so, video works. That <laughs> <So, yeah. laughs> is how video works. So I said, said it, and it was recorded. But you know, you know who who you hurt with that, Mac, because Mac Jones heard what you said. And you, know, you know what? Let's just say this. Let's say this. Let's say this. Let's be more positive here. Always. Let's be more positive. We're going to his Hall of Fame ceremony. Because <laughs> you know, no, no, no. Let's be more positive here. Let's be more positive You're here. You're a Cowboys fan. That's positive. Uh, no, right. Wow. Look at Twitter. No, look, guys, you know who knew Mac Jones was going to work out? Coach. 
Bill Belichick. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think though if you you quizzed him, you know, we got a lot of work to do, we got a lot of coaching yeah. to do, all that stuff. Mac Jones, that dude came out of the green room like that Vince McMahon meme. Yeah, he was ready to go. <laughs> you know, and he just grabbed that hat and just walked straight up on that stage. And he friggin' owned it, like, from minute one. He didn't say, oh, there's 14 teams in front of me that are going to hear from me. He didn't say anything. As a matter of fact, he was slated to be on the show the day after the draft and tapped out. Done. He was supposed to be on here? Yes. I didn't realize it. Yes. Yes. As a scheduled guest, I think, promoting something or doing something. like And over. Patriot way, curtain comes down, get in the building. And you heard Matthew Judon say, he's in all the time. The spirit that he takes coaching with, how about that one? I like that. Which is earful, earful, tough coaching, tough love. You know how you're ready for that? <laughs> Saban. Nick Saban, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the confidence of look how far – I've gotten based on the hard work I had to do when I was a beanpole soaking wet. Oh, man. The rest of the league. And you know what my brother-in-law told me? Uh, Scott told me a uh, local radio there in Boston was taking my Patriots are a good team making the playoffs. Oh, and saying, saying national media is overrating. And I thought to myself, you know, I'll leave it to Boston media to take something I'm saying positive about the team and twisting it that I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm not saying I always know what I'm talking about. I saw what my eyes saw last week in SoFi against the Chargers. And I saw it again yesterday. And it was tough. Panthers are a tough defensive team, man. And McCaffrey's back. But if there's one number that Bill Belichick has, it is the number of one Sam Darnold, mm -hmm. who I believe is yet to throw a touchdown pass against uh, a Belichick-coached team. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. Look that up. I might be wrong about that. And his coach uh, is unsure about his future. <laughs> yeah, right? That I was, mean, that last time he took on Belichick, he's like, I'm seeing ghosts. And this time he takes on Belichick, he's like, I think I'm the starter. Guys tell me that they believe in me. That's literally what Darnold is saying. Darnold is like, I don't want to see Belichick again, ever. He may not have to because he's going to be a backup soon. You think so? It's looking that way. Honestly, I'm seeing ghosts. And now, after yesterday, it looks like we're seeing the ghost of the starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Nice. And they've already picked up his option for next year. Yeah. Oh, We come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. There were many surprising uh, moments this weekend. I'll tell you the biggest winner it looks like for this week, man. <laughs> Certainly in the NFC. Well, outside of Arizona. That's coming up next. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, hey, do you know who had a great week? You could say, sure, Arizona did. Arizona's the one seed right now. Incredible, which is why Colt McCoy is on. They go into San Francisco. He's going to be on this show, Colt McCoy. He missed on only four passes. James Conner has three touchdowns after Chase Edmonds goes out. He might be put on IR potentially. Keep an eye on that because he's got the dreaded high ankle sprain. COVID-19 knocks out A.J. Green, the hamstring injury that had DeAndre Hopkins up and down all Thursday night to kick off week um, eight. Prevented him from going, and they take the 49ers and spank him in front of their home crowd. And the home crowd, it just doesn't see, they don't see the 49ers win hardly ever right? these days. Obviously, last year there was no home crowd. It's just been tough. They got rained on in that loss to the to the Colts. It's been a rough go of it for the 49ers. That is for sure. But it's good to see Kittle back and battling. Other than that, there and Ayuk looked alive. Yeah. Debo's a beast. Right. So just gotta figure it. But I mean, like I just I gotta said, figure a defensively is they got a problem. That, that hot seat, it's it's getting I, hotter. I still don't believe that. It's getting hotter. I still don't believe that. But there's one team. Okay, that had a huge win this weekend. And they didn't even play. Bucks. Packers lose? Yeah. Saints lose. Yep. <laughs> Rams lose. Cowboys lose. And Tommy and Gronky are just chilling like villains. <laughs> Saints had that comeback right there. If Matt Ryan doesn't find Cordero Patterson, what did I tell you in four downs a couple weeks ago? That guy is a bona fide star football player on offense in this league. Cordero Patterson going vertical. Matt Ryan finds him. Field goal, walk off. If that doesn't happen, Saints are in first place right now with a 22-point fourth quarter comeback win. Doesn't happen. Rams have already beaten the Bucs, right? Now they got two losses together. So all I got to do now is just be one better than the Rams this rest of the year. Not two better, one better than the Rams the rest of the year. 
Cowboys, they've already beaten them. Now the Cowboys have as many losses as they do. They just got to stay put right there. Bucks are now on top of them at 6-2 and because that head-to-head. And by the way, they don't have to worry about maybe the Rams anyway because the Rams might not win their division. And there's the pack at 7-2. and two. Just a half game in front of them. Bucks don't even have to play, and they win. That happened. So that happened. Brady, honestly, Brady, honestly, man. you're like, okay, they're off, and the Cowboys are definitely going to beat the Broncos, right? And the uh, Rams. Who the said Ram- that? Okay. Who said that? I know you didn't say it during okay. the, the, the regular season. So it means you're immune from watching your team absolutely spit the bit and to- step all over their you-know-whats in front of the whole country. You know what? what and then on means, top but- of it, Aaron Rodgers gets COVID. And that's another thing about this season that you can't predict. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Chuck in Virginia, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Chuck? Chuck, you there? How you doing, Rich? I'm right here, Rich. Okay. Thanks for taking my call. You're on the air, sir. What's on your mind? Uh, I just, I'm, we're not going to talk about football for a second. We're going to talk about outside. Um, I want to talk about what happened Friday on that interview on the Pat McAfee show. Yep. Um, I'm a little upset, and I want clarification. I'm upset because, as my grandfather used to tell me, a liar will tell a story before he can finally tell the truth. So, yes, everybody's saying Rodgers did lie about it. And, you know, what the truth is between Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay organization. But the one thing that really got me upset is – as an African-American, I'm tired of hearing people using the great legend Martin Luther King quotes for something that they that's not related to what the situation that they're in. You went on TV saying that um, you, you're going on TV, you don't have no masks, you're shaking people's hands, you're on press conference and stuff like that, so... That's the only thing I just got to say. And thank you for taking my call. All right, Chuck. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Be good, man. So, you know, we talked about it on the show half an hour after uh, Rogers hung up with McAfee or ended the call, to use, I guess, the Zoom phrase. Mm -hmm. And uh, we posted that video on YouTube. And I, 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 I it, to, to call it polarizing uh, is an understatement. Yeah. Understatement. Half thumbs up, half thumbs down. Yeah. And the ones who are thumbs up don't take the time to write a comment. The thumbs down people are all commenters. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man, this is the number one search engine on the internet is YouTube. Not Google, which is why I think Google bought YouTube. So um, once again... The whole idea of voice to the voiceless, the voiceless are pretty loud. Very, very loud. And there's a lot of people, though, who thumbs up it. And Aaron Rodgers, as we all know, is a guy, just like the rest of us in the world, like to be universally liked. I do, certainly when it's my job to talk on things and have you hang with me for three hours here, four hours on game day morning, 19 hours for the combine, 20-some-odd hours for the draft or whatever. It's my job to make sure that you want to hang, right? Yep. So Aaron Rodgers feels that same way. And 
he decided to take a certain stance that he had to know. The people who thumbs up what I had to say would thumbs down what he had to say, and he's going to have to deal with that. He's going to have to live with that the rest of his career. He could have gone on Pat's show and said, my reasons for not taking it are my reasons. I know people want to know, and I know I'm going to upset people by saying I didn't take it. I did my own other research. I know that a lot of people are upset about that too. And I can hope everyone understands. I'm feeling all right. I decided not to take it. I'm sure a lot of people thought that they could take it. And if you do, that's great. I look forward to being back at the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Instead, he revealed that a guy who has complete and total access to the top-notch healthcare profession out there in the world decided to reach out to a podcaster and comedian for advice. That's like me being the person you reach out to for quarterbacking advice because I've watched a lot of football when you have access to Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Rich, I'd like to be a quarterback. Let me talk to you about it. I don't want to listen to Aaron Rodgers. What does he know? 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on The Rich Eisen Show here on a busy Monday. 